Welcome to the No Books Podcast. This week on No Books, we break down the game versus the New York Giants. We discuss Big Nick's performance. And do we have a quarterback controversy? Let's roll. What's up, 49er freaks? You probably can already hear the energy up. I am Dan, and I'm sitting with my bro, Andre, and we are Monday night after a sweet victory. How you doing, brother? I'm doing really well. Thank you very much. How was your uh, how was your week prior to the uh, butt kicking? The week prior to the butt kicking was it was good. It was the lead up. I uh, kind of figured that uh, we were gonna play a game with a bunch of uh, backups, scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to say now after that game that I'm fully confident that this team can turn things around, and we're looking at a brighter future. Man, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, game was a lot of fun. And I had a, you know, I had a pretty good week. Um, very nervous going into this game, knowing a one and two in this division is is uh, going to be a, a pretty bad start to get things going, obviously. Uphill but, battle. Uh, yeah, yeah the things are good. I mean, uh, um, right now, uh, the 49ers are a six and a half point spread. And, and before we get into that on Thursday – for the Eagles game, um, you know, six and a half points is pretty good. When was the last, you know, just kind of off topic, when was the last time you were in Las Vegas? About two years ago. Went to go, see, went to go see Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. You know, I, and as you know, I lived there for a number of years, um, a decade ago. And uh, right now they, they have something that's, that's unique. Well, you're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see daylight. That's why I'm so, so pacey, but that's okay. <laughs> So they got this new thing now uh, where they can drone deliver uh, a transplant for you. So today what they did is they put up a drone and, and transported a kidney. I mean, in Vegas, it should have been a liver. Yeah, a good start. You know, <laughs> the only place it's the only place in the world you can get a, a pizza, a hooker and a liver <laughs> delivered to your door. 30 minutes or it's free, baby. What a, what a place. So, God bless America. God bless America. All right, let's get to the book. <laughs> what do we think, Big Nick? What, what do you think about that game? All right, so for, I love the game. It started off slow, but first and foremost, let's recognize who we, who we were playing, the New York Giants, yeah. who, were, who were struggling uh, like, them, like, the, like the Niners. We knew that uh, the talent was – not diminished. Yeah, the, it, we're, we're not. We're not playing. We're not playing the Seahawks here. But uh, trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. But I was really, really uh, happy to see things start to like take place late in the second quarter. It looked like they started to hit their rhythm. Looked like everything started to work. And yeah. uh, I think it, it's a testament towards the coaching staff that they put these players in position to succeed. But do we have a quarterback controversy? Well. Uh... <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I'm going to tease that for just a second, but you touched on, I think, the most I think the most evident point I'm watching the game a second and a third time today of, of how good of a coaching staff this really is in San Francisco and with Kyle and the boys. I mean, you're talking about a team that played with second and third round uh, or second and third string players, guys fresh off the practice squad, a couple guys fresh off the street, and – you have zero turnovers. You have zero timeouts for, 
you know, we're in a bad position yeah. or we're not, we're not getting the calls in. I mean, you see that with first string teams all the time where they have to make one of those stupid timeouts um, because they're not prepared. Man, that team looked, if you watched that and didn't know and took all the names and numbers off the jerseys, you would not think that's a second and third string no, team. No, no. You, no one could tell you that's 10 people down. That is a good point because I think the, the mistakes were few and far between. Nobody looked out of place. Everybody yeah. out there, everybody out there looked like they were supposed to be out there. Everyone has the same time in the week. No one has eight days. No one has four days. And for these guys to be able to not only have all these second and third strings and, and peep guys coming in and out, um, that you have a second string quarterback that could be on the first of a lot of different teams. Nick played really well with a lot of confidence and, and not – is about a training staff that makes sure that these guys are prepared, you know, that he's always prepared. So, man, I, I'm just most impressed with the, with the coaching staff this week. Yep. So you talked about Mullins. He was 25 of 36 for 343 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, he looked poised. He was sharp. He got the ball out quick, and he read through his progressions. I was most impressed with the 30-yard uh, pass that he completed to McKinnon down the field because he went through yeah. his uh, two progressions and he, he mm-hmm. found McKinnon down the field uh, and it was, a, it was a beautiful pass and I was very, very impressed. He, um, you know, occasionally I think his vision gets locked once in a while. Once in a while he'll go into place basically saying I, I gotta hit my one but, uh, you know, this week, man, I, I just, I can't say enough how I'm Impress. I don't, and I don't care. It's still an NFL team. I don't care yeah. if you're playing the the Giants or anyone else. They're using their first string. Okay, so we're in a, a really good position. It makes me really happy that this team is that deep. And and you know what? I forget because the GM is responsible too for making sure this team is loaded, mm-hmm. and they are loaded. So hats off all around. So, do we have a quarterback controversy? Maybe. <laughs> I so, think some out there would say we do. So Mullins plays against Philadelphia, hypothetically. Okay. Does does pretty much the same exact thing. Completes yeah. 65% of his passes, throws for 310 yards. Okay. And he hits Ayuk on a 50-yard bomb. Okay, great. Sounds perfect. Do you start him against the Rams to, to, to make sure Jimmy's ankle is okay? Not to make sure. If he's starting against the Rams, it's not about – the ankle is going to be healed. It's going to be about putting the hot hand on, yeah. the, on, on the field, right? <laughs> so, I don't know. I, like, you know, I saw one play that, that makes – like, if, if this one play would have been made, I would, I would feel more strongly about a quarterback controversy. But I've been seeing it for two years now, the same type of play that the 49ers um, keep missing. When was the last time we saw a long ball get hit or a deep throw, a 40 or 50-yard deep pass? It's been a while. And I think some of those plays are there. And if I was Kyle Shanahan this week, I'd go back to look at the second quarter. I want you to – I know you may not remember it, but Bourne, it comes in on a, on a route and does a, a curl inside and kind of doesn't come back to the ball, and he drops it or gets a little bit defre- deflected. 
So the play breaks down as this. You're essentially starting with Dewey um, uh, or uh, Ross Dwelly on one side of the ball, on the left side of the ball, on the bottom part of the screen. And then he goes into motion. Now, when he goes into motion, the safety comes all the way down. It's now six across with the safety now covering Dwelly on the right side. The only person on the, on the left side in the three-point stance is our boy Charlie Werner, who, uh, you know, got a, got a good block on the play. But so what yeah, happens so is – That's what he's supposed to do. Yep. Yeah, uh, Dwelly goes in motion. He goes into the Y. And then on top of him, you have um, Bourne and Ayuk. Ayuk is actually in the Z at this point. So it's um, – what you're seeing is what we know before pre-snapping. We know that because when the safety comes down over Dwell, we know we're in man-to-man coverage. We have now six across the board um, and no free safety and, and just one strong safety high. So when the play snaps, it's a, it's um, Mullins goes back and what we see and what we, what happens on the play action is that guys are chasing already on that play action. So, a lot of the defenders' backs are against Mullins. So Mullins has a couple choices. He can either hit James Jr. on the flat up toward the right part of the field, which is open, but he, he focuses in on Bourne, and Bourne basically runs himself into double coverage, and they cross, and then Ayuk goes into single coverage high, and it's a, it's a touchdown. It, it's a touchdown all the way. And those type of plays that – where you have three out of four players that are wide open and you have single coverage and you catch a team. Everyone has that one play where you catch a team with their pants down. Yeah. And this was the play with their pants down and they <laughs> have to start converting these plays and seeing these plays. So Mullins didn't see it. Um, I'm not sure if JG would have seen it, but those are the type of plays we're missing. So I am going to go with this. I don't think we have a quarterback controversy yet. And I use uh, a capital Y-E-T, yet, because, <laughs> uh, you know, if, if, you know, let's say he does have a hot hand uh, this week and then he does go against the Rams, well, you got a beautiful man carrying a clipboard because that's all he's going to do. <laughs> so I, I've, I've been a fan of Jimmy since he's got here. I know. And in my eyes, I don't see a controversy. I see a fantastic backup option in Nick Mullins. Okay. There's, I don't think there's anything that uh, Mullins does that Jimmy can't do. I think Jimmy can take it to a, a higher level. But then again, where's, where's, where's Jimmy's capacity? Like he's, he's not reached that capacity that he's supposed to be at in year two in the system and yada, yada, yada. It still feels like, like there's another step for him. Yeah, it's like, there, like, like he's, like, I, I look at him as a car in fourth gear. It's like he can – you can go fast in fourth gear. Mm-hmm. You can get around town in fourth gear. You can win in fourth gear. But we sometimes need that that fifth gear, that New Orleans-type game out of yeah. him. He needs – exactly. He needs to be locked in like he was on Halloween night against Arizona or New Orleans yeah. or when they played the Rams at Levi's. If he's locked in like that where he's the decision maker and he's the one that's you know winning the game, then that's where he needs to be at. Cons- consistently cons- have consistent- some of those yeah, games. consistently have those games where, and of course, this is the year. Bottom line is, this is a year where everyone's got to get on his shoulders, on his back, and take it to the playoffs, and then to the next step. 
Yeah, because there's also a dude in Seattle that may have 100 touchdowns by the way he's playing. Yeah, but they're also going to give up 100 touchdowns, so it's all good. It's all right. Be fun to watch. All right, so no quarterback controversy. QBC squashed. QBC squash. Let's squash it for now. Let's put a pin in it. And I think, and we have to talk about we have to talk about IU a little bit. Yeah, but let me, it's fair to say that Jimmy was standing on the sideline. So if your ankle's busted up, yeah, you're not on the sideline. You're upstairs or you're back at home. So if he's standing on the yep. sideline, and probably if I was in his position, I would I would start getting sweaty and nervous, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would be like, "Hey, coach, hey, my my ankle's good to go." You want me to get- there was that there was that funny text you sent me during the game after Mullins made. I don't remember what play it was, and they and then of course, of course they focus in on Jimmy, and you see him mouthing something under the mask. And you're like, and I think you texted me like, Jimmy just mouth fuck this. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I'm I'm guessing Jimmy starts against the Phillies or Phillies, Jesus. Yeah, against the right. Eagles or the or the Phillies. Doesn't matter. Philly, Philly, yeah, bring the fanatic too. <laughs> Why don't you bring him down here too? But Jimmy just needs to get back in, get in rhythm. And I said it before. Take the hit. Uh don't be afraid. Freaking play fearless. And there's no fearless, there's, with some grit. There's no Q, with some grit. There's no QBC here. So you said nope. it. QBC, baby. You said it. Brandon Ayuk. Five receptions for 70 yards, three runs for 31. He had 101 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. It was so, so, so nice to see a wide receiver walk on the field and actually look like a freaking wide receiver. Wide receiver? Like a, like a real athlete? Yeah. You know, I was like, hey, like another, like, he looked like another version of Debo. Oh, totally. I mean, those first, those first couple plays, those jet sweeps, and they ran it back to back. I'm like, I love that it, it, because, it, you know, that's what there was so much success. That was Debo's run. You know, he's been running that play uh, since last year, and it does so much to open up the offense when you have a guy that can just burn around that corner, and then you have a team and a defensive line that has to play sideline to sideline. So like you like you said, I think it's uh it was really it's so nice to see him. But like you said about the play calling, Ayuk is that guy. If you 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 were saying when was the last time we saw a deep pass? It was to Emmanuel Sanders probably. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jesus. <feels like> it. <laughs> Kittle Kittle had a deep pass against the Packers. I do remember that, but I mean for the most part, it was Emmanuel Sanders. And the last time they tried to go deep like that was in the Super Bowl, and you know what happened there. Yeah. But. With Ayuk, uh, that's the idea. He's going to replace Sanders, and if they're going to go deep, there's your opportunity. Absolutely, especially if you're if you're calling the plays. Yeah, it it was um, you know the offensive line did pretty well this week. Tomlinson made the same mistake he made last week. If if you remember, where you're out over your skis a little bit, and you're too much weight on your front feet, and you know, you can easily get manipulated that way. He did. And that was, uh, you know, one of the sacks that Mullen takes. So, you know, other than that real play that I saw on the offensive line, that was like just kind of out of whack. Uh, Garland, I thought, played pretty well. Um, and the whole offensive line played pretty well. I still haven't been able to get any info on uh, McGlinchey. He went out that last um, – he went out that last series – 
yeah. late in the game. Um, and he hasn't ended up on any injury support uh, report. But, man, I'm so nervous. On any time a player leaves the field, you're just – your heart starts to sink, dude, you know? So <laughs> I watched the press conference, and he didn't say anything about it. So, hopefully, all is well there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. So, Ayuk looked like a vet, bottom line. Yeah, and then, you know, we, we got to get it into – we got to get into running backs, too, you know? The uh, running backs played well, but the problem I've been seeing is – in that zone blocking scheme, you're, I think they're rushing a little bit. We don't have a, you know, we're not being as shifty as we need to be to hit those cutback lanes. You know, one of the benefits of, of running that type of zone blocking is that sometimes a hole ends up in a place that you didn't draw it up for. And you have that, that option. And we are just, we're kind of having a uh, an issue right now of just, just following where it's where it's uh, lined up, where where hey, where it's drawn up, but we got to go to that place. And there are a number of opportunities we've missed this week. I mean, big opportunities. I mean, huge 20 to 25 yard chunks. If we would have had just a little more patience and and started looking um, for backup. Yeah. But overall, I mean, again, very very impressive to see these guys uh, play as well as they have. Though. Yeah, I think. Now that you say that, I I agree. I'm not sure they really have a patient running back. I mean, McKenna looks kind of patient sometimes. Uh, right. When um, Mostert's out there, he kind of just takes off to the hole because he's like a freaking race car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Coleman runs downhill. But maybe uh, Jermichael Hasty. He only he only had a couple of snaps, but if you get a chance, take a look at the way he ran. He he does bounce around. Maybe he's that shifty back that. You know, with the injuries that they have, they can use him. And, and yeah. you know what happens when someone gets hurt? Someone steps up. And who knows? Yep. He looks quick. He looks shifty. Yep. It's a different look. Different look. So overall, you know, offensive. Oh, and I can't let I can't let this go. Juice had some blocks. Oh yeah, and freed up some oh, yeah. guys. Oh yeah, with, with that like. That was absolutely. You go, man. Why are we paying this fullback this much money? <laughs> and you go, and just watch, watch some tape, watch some of those plays uh, uh, down the field. Man, he he puts licks on people. He seals blocks. He seals blocks. There's no half block. There's no I scraping people. He he's he's really impressive. And that's on, that's on, really that's uh, on that fullback. Position. That's really the beauty of him in that position in that offense because yeah. if you're under, yeah. you see him. You're you're second guessing yourself. Is he going to kick my ass and block, or is he going to score yeah. it out and be open downfield for 15 yards and then yeah. turn it into a 30 yard gain? It's it's. I mean, it's not it's not easy, seemingly always to find that one block you need to make, right? A lot of times you see guys miss – people miss blocks all the time. Juice missed one block in this, this game, but he, he just has this nose for, for, for finding that, the, ne- the necessity block, you know, not the double team or whatever, but getting that one guy that, that snaps you for those end zone, end zone runs, and that happened right. twice this last game. So, Juice, if you're listening – <laughs> Come on our show, buddy. Love to There's hear the you invite. There is the invite. So real yeah. quick, Ross Dwelly, four receptions, 49 yards. I believe that was a career best for him. But what stood out was just him actually, his presence out there. He looked, he looked like he belonged yeah. out there. And it kind of goes to what we talked about earlier with, the, you know, putting the players in the right position. But these guys being locked in, being, you know, Dwelly's what, third string tight end? 
Yeah, well, now with Reed, yeah, I guess you would call him third string. He, I mean, on one of those those uh, Ayuk, the that early Ayuk jet sweep, he locked into a receiver and put that receiver on the sideline. I mean, it was talk about staying with the block. I mean, that that tight end room was pretty solid. So very very impressive. He had and he had a couple runs where it was like, man, is that George Kittle out there? Breaking a few blocks and having that type of mentality, um, not to be afraid to to make those type of plays because a lot of guys are like, man, I don't want to get stripped. I don't want to like I'm so happy to catch the ball and I'm ten yards downfield. I got two <laughs> guys on me, and he was, you know, he was really impressive too. Well, he good so, job. He's also invited. <laughs> Bring him on. We'll baby. take we'll take Let's all go, the twos, all the threes. We'll take your fours. All the threes. We'll, We'll take your practice we'll t- squad. <laughs> the tired, the weak, whatever. You know? We'll freaking take the ball boy, the equipment manager. Yeah. Let's go. So let's, let's go. Uh, round out the offense. This is where they really freaking dominated, kicked the, kicked the Giants' ass. Time of possession, held the ball for 39 minutes and 44 seconds and 29 first downs. Yes, you took the same – you had that same eye for that, obviously, that I did. Yeah, it, I mean – 20, like, I don't, when was, I should have probably researched this. Sorry, folks, but when was the last time they had 29 first downs? I don't know. I, was, it's been, what, two decades since they didn't but punt the ball? Like, thinking back now, watching the game, it it really felt like, well, obviously they they were on the field for a long time, but it's like they owned the whole freaking game on offense. Like, I don't, re- I don't really remember that much defense being played by the Niners, and it was, it was, it was evident right there. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, when you don't punt, yeah, of course you're it's holding like the ball. A hundred yard drive. That's like <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like uh, playing Tecmo Bowl <laughs> and going with Bo Jackson. You go back in the end zone or oh, close the end zone. I love that. I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, nineteen of those, nineteen of those twenty nine were passing. Wow. You know what? There is a quarterback controversy. <laughs> I, I forget it. That's it. Yeah, that's three that's little a, that three little letters. That's, that is Q- impressive. B C B C Q B C. Remember that. All right, so let's let's turn it over to their side. And look at the defense. All right. All right. Yeah. So they didn't give up any touchdowns. Three field goals. Giants scored. Uh, Fred Warner again, seven tackles, five assists, and uh, five assists, five assisted tackles, and uh, he had an interception. Dude's playing his ass off. He's the leader of the defense. He's he's yeah. becoming Navarro you know, Bowman two point oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hopefully, I will not. Hopefully, I will not. Or, or Patty Willis, baby. I will, baby, I you will know? not okay. buy his jersey. Oh yeah, you want you want to uh, just briefly talk about that because last okay, week so we joked that uh, you had a Montana had, jersey had Mon- behind you, and you you were going to wear your Montana jersey Sunday because he's retired. <laughs> he can't get hurt. <laughs> Nothing can happen to Joe Montana. He's in Malibu, trying chasing down some crazy lady for his grandchild. Oh, you. poor Joe. What's wrong? Freaking What's wrong? It's Joe. it's 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 a it's, it's, it's it crazy. So, Joe, you know? but, I yeah, saw that. How do you feel about what you did to him and his family because you wore his jersey? I want to apologize to 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 Mister to Mister Montana for not even not. I wasn't wearing the jersey. If I would have wore the jersey, it would have been real bad. I don't know. Oh, let's not even yeah. talk. Let's not even talk about it. 
he may be like he, he, we might have shot him in outer space or something. So as as I as I showed you on Sunday, I've kept it to, I've kept it to a simple T-shirt yes. with no name, just a logo. <laughs> if if something That's bad it. happens, it's not on me. Okay, it's not on me. For the rest, no names, baby. For the rest no books of the and season, no names. That's I will not. Remember. I will not promote a jersey. I will just. I will just keep it simple. Perfect. So we wanted to I'm hear. sorry, Joe. Thank you. Calling <laughs> <laughs> him the grandchild. I'm a little kid. Joe, 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 All right, moving on. She assisted. She assisted the uh, the caper. She she yeah. put us into it. But uh, all jokes aside. I'm really happy that turned out the way it did for Joe. You know what I mean? I I'm glad we're not talking about it. No, no. No, I'm talking about in, in all okay, okay. honesty, I'm glad we're not talking about Joe Montana putting up yeah, ransom yeah, for okay. some kid or something, you know? It's like, you know, all right. thank God. Back to the defense. All right. Yes, uh, please. Kerry Hyder is playing the role of Nick Bosa. Now, obviously, it's not Nick Bosa, yeah. but the dude is Very just active. playing his ass off. He had a, he had a uh, sack. He leads the team in sacks. He had six pressures on Sunday. That's, you know. He had, he had one, the one bad play I saw him make, and I don't know what was going on, but this is the only plays they made that make us look stupid oh, was yeah. those, those what yeah, he looked yeah, like yeah. read options. But they weren't read options. Those were design yeah. plays that to, to try to catch us so off guard, to... and they did. And he, he, I don't know whether it wasn't in the defensive game plan at all. I don't know. I haven't watched uh, uh, enough of the New York Giants to know if that's part he, of their he, game he a can lot run. right now. No, but it's, I mean, he's young. He, he's young. He looked but, pretty good. Uh, but but when, when our defensive end is yeah, it's completely feet away from him, com- me and you can run fashion. too, you know? Ah. Yeah, we're gonna have to solve that <laughs> yeah. at some point. No, they've they, they no, some heavy, hitter, like, heavy hitting uh, running quarterbacks here pretty soon. Yeah, Deion yeah. Jordan, he had a sack, two sack, two Dang. two tackles, and a fumble yeah. record, uh, recovery. That was uh, very promising. And my my standout was uh, Jason Ferret. He looked good first start since like what twenty oh nine something like that. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was like since twenty seventeen. <laughs> but. <laughs> I was I was thinking back like what the hell was I doing three years ago, you know? But exactly where he was, you know, three or four years ago, it he was it was what he performed on Sunday. He was like he was really good, he was quick, he was all around the ball, he was aggressive. So good for him and and I'll say this. Absolutely. Witherspoon should not come back on the field unless Verrett is hurt. Plant I'll, I, okay, you, you, I can. What, you want me to initial that? Sign, sign off on that. Sign off on that, and that's a that's a cornerback controversy. Should we should we text Kyle or just let no, him know? Text. On uh, well, we have we got to get we got to get communication with the third stringers, <laughs> and then we'll roll it up first. Okay, so that's what. All I, right. Uh, you know the de- yeah the the first play of the de- the first play of the game on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Kinlaw made yes. his best play. All game, he goes from um, basically on a two, lined up against the guard, moves toward the inside, takes the a gap, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna branch this into well, how I want to talk about Eric Armstead too, and how you when you look at a defensive end and you watch film, you go, 
that is absolutely insane. And this is what it is when you can be on the complete one side of an offensive lineman, be out of the play and use your athleticism and your speed and your strength and get to the opposite side and the opposite gap. He went from the right side A gap to left side A gap. And, you know, that's, that's, that's default, default stuff, you know, that, yeah. that's, that's what we need. Um, you know, that, that that's what we need out of him. And so what I hope is once he gets that type of game shape, you know, that type of ability to go 60 minutes, he'll, he'll be like what yeah. Eric looks like right now, where you see there was one play where Eric went from, he was beat. He went to the inside, was beat, went, then all the way around to the right side, and that was that one play where um, they almost had a pick on him. So, yeah, Armstead is playing so ridiculously good, so quick right now, off the ball, off the line, um, either inside or outside. It was just really impressive. And then another play reminded me of of uh, some of the best defensive linemen you see is where you can go from – if you're on the outside and you're already past the tackle, you you can move from that side all the mm. way down to another gap and make a play on a running back, right? Who's that goofball in Texas that that, that uh, defensive um, end, Mr. Watt, the the subway guy? Yeah, he's, he's there. You go. He's yeah. a subway guy now. I just wanted you to say his <laughs> name. So, but when when he was the best, right? You would see him line up on the outside on that seven, eight, nine position and be able to get inside and, and still make a tackle um, going around going around the other side. So all that, he, you know, he's playing lights out. Lights Armstead out. or Kinlaw or both? Okay. Oh, Armstead. Armstead's playing lights out. Kinlaw, Kinlaw has that, that ability. He has that physical ability to be able to be that guy who's a double gap type player. Who you can go, hey, you can play to the A. He can, he can tackle running backs and control the line to the B. And then, you know, there's other times where the pocket and the quarterback breaks off and, you know, he can run to sideline to sideline. So, yeah, very good stuff, man. I, I really like watching him play right now. And I'm relieved he didn't get all that money and decided, <laughs> you know, kick it a little bit. Yeah. He, he, you know, I'm really happy. The best part about Kinlaw yeah. is uh, this is game three. And the first game, he only had like 20 snaps. Yeah. It's really cool to see his progression just happen so quickly. I'm excited. Yeah, he was he was in, I think, 80% of the snaps this week. Very, very good. So, yeah, they, they, the defense played well. Who, who else do we really need to highlight on defense? Because there were so many guys that made like a, one, just one of those plays we needed, we had to have. And – it's it's I don't know I, I I'm just in one of those moods where I'm like so happy that this team is is not giving yeah. up you know I know there's some people out there that all, with Bosa went down and said you know what let's let's go and watch some Las Vegas uh, Raiders <laughs> instead um, but well um, I think I, you know, I think the, this team's going to be around it's, it's, this this team is going to in November is going to have a chance to be in the, the, be in the, the playoffs. coolest part about this game for me was. You know, you talk about what people performed or outperformed or stood out. I mean, everybody worked as a collective, but like we kind of touched on yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. it really goes to the, the coaching 
it goes to the chemistry of the team, yep. the coaching. It's a, uh, it's a, the foundation is there and everyone's buying into it. We knew this last year. I mean, they were injured last year as well. This year is like this, this year is, de- yeah, is they've been absolutely. decimated and you know, they're playing teams that are, that are crappy, but what do good teams do? They beat the shit out of the bad teams. <laughs> crappy teams. And, and to win yeah. those two on the road. I mean, they, they weren't, they weren't back here. They didn't fly back. They stayed out there. That's been a really successful recipe for them to stay on the road for those two weeks. And now we got three at home, and hopefully start getting some guys to to trickle yep. back into the lineup. If um, so, what, do we want to talk? Do we want to uh, cross any other? No, that's defense? that's all that I had. I think it was just a, a collective team performance that was fantastic. Yep. If there was anything that uh, if there was anything to work on. Uh, well, well, with what Nelson, going what's going on, on with that dude? I don't know. Did he did he just start missing a few and get the yips? <laughs> Everyone gets it was, the yips. It was from it was from the get go though. It was the know, first. It was the first. Uh, the first field goal was the snap yeah. was high and Robbie Gold managed to put it yeah. through. And it just seemed to get worse. It just like, seemed I mean, to get worse from there. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. this week cleaner. You know. Whatever, maybe his, his girlfriend broke up with him. I don't know what that happened, but or was it just, or was it, was it just being back on right. the MetLife turf? Was he just PTSD? <laughs> what? <Nah. laughs> no, I don't think so. So uh, the other thing was you, you talked about it, uh, Mr. Danny Dimes on those uh, those quarterback yep. out to the side in the crash. They need to get they need to get that fixed. That's. Since last since since last year, the the, the yeah, run option type quarterback. It is, but again, like you can live it with you. We can yeah. live with it with the Giants, but we're, to go win a Super Bowl, we're gonna have or go play <laughs> Seattle. We're gonna have to be, be start start figuring that out. I don't know, you man. Know? Did you watch we, that we, Dallas game yesterday? I was I mean, watching the, enough of it to know at the yeah, end the, that they were going to lose. Russell can <laughs> sling it. He is like he has the 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 yeah. best high arc deep bomb pass. Is is it's a deep thing of beauty. Huh. It drops right into the hands of what? Medcalf, who doesn't exactly get to the goal line and gets the ball ball punched out. I thought that was classic. But yeah. Russell Wilson running is not the same Russell Wilson that he was when he was younger. He. Well, he, he don't need to be know, when you're throwing just, five anyway, That's that's for for down the road. We'll talk about that. Why don't you wear his jersey? Okay? I will wear Russell Wilson jersey. <laughs> and when he disappears, no one knows where to find him. We'll hey, come, we'll yeah, come it wouldn't be my you, problem. Okay? They sell it legitimately online. I would buy it. <laughs> Your Honor, it was a legitimate purchase from NFL.com. That's well, sir, to do with it. why did you buy Kyler Murray and Jared Goff? Because they're in the division. I don't know. I like I spreading around my love. I'm not All right. That. So what are we gonna we're gonna we're gonna yeah, do we're gonna what, Thursday, Thursday? We're gonna talk week, about right? the game against the Eagles. That way we get a better idea of who's in and who's out. I'll tell you who is not going to be in, and that's your uh, Jordan Reed. He is uh, six to eight weeks now. Yeah. That sucks. Is he gonna need surgery or is it six to eight MCL weeks? Is generally, sprain. just yeah. a MCL sprain. You know, which yeah. Kittle, which Kittle Sorry. takes two weeks off okay. for, or it comes back. <laughs> it comes back, but I know. Yeah, but he's not that human. sucks. That he was doing such a good job, but 
the good news is hopefully yeah. we get Kittle back. You don't week. need you don't need you don't need Kittle now. You got right, so. you got Charlie Warner and Dwelly. Dwelly, uh, baby. So yeah, so from now on, I think we're gonna we're gonna try to give you a couple different shows a week. One to, to do more of a recap. It's fun to do like today when we're talking about a victory um, on a Monday night. And then Thursday night, once we get uh, a lot more details on the injury reports and uh, um, and some <laughs> X's and O's on those other teams, uh, we'll be in a, a, the best position to give you a, a good Very podcast. Nice. But if we're, if we're going to end on something, can so, I end on this, please? I, I, I wanted to yeah, talk I about the NFC West. And, well, well if we talk about? about the NFC West and we talk about where the 49ers are, they're actually, they're actually in a really good position. Uh-huh. Offensive. They're only not even talking about the standings. I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at this as the Niners okay. get their act together on offense. The league is obviously is an offensive passing league, but this year specifically, defensers mm-hmm. are playing so lousy. They're giving, up, they're giving up so many points. Seattle right now, defense is giving up the most yards, and they're averaging uh, giving up 28.7 points a game. The Rams are giving up 23.7. Yeah. The Cards are giving up 20.3. And the San Francisco 49ers, your San Francisco 49ers, are giving up 15.3 yes. yards, uh, third best yards per game. I know they played the Jets. I know they played the Giants. But you know what? When you have a decimated defense and a bunch of players just playing together, it's very, very impressive. Offensive the offensive points per well, game, you know, Seattle scoring 37, the Rams are scoring 29, the Niners are scoring 29, and Arizona is scoring 25. It just tells you that if the Niners could be a complete team like they were last year, offense, defense, and special teams, these teams are relying so much on offense. These defenses, Seattle is giving up a ton of yards through the air, okay? Yes, they are. They're, they're yeah, big, free, they're big uh, trade acquisition in getting the beast, Jamal Adams, he is he is heavy in the box. Yeah. He goes after the quarterback, but what does he lack? Coverage. He so, coverage, yeah. yeah. Kyle, please play to the strengths, play to the weaknesses, please, and Kyle. Uh, please. take care of business. I like I like it. Um, Jimmy comes back. Hopefully, everything works Good out stuff. the plan. Kittle comes back. We get all our players back. Let's 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 look. If if we if we as a team get get all our injuries out, right, you know, and then play the second half of the season while all these other other uh, teams are starting yeah. to get dinged up, you know, hopefully we can take the pins out of the booty <laughs> doll, whatever we're doing well, this team, you know. You're gonna see. You're gonna so, see. Uh, whatever. Things are gonna turn around because I'm not wearing a jersey. I I don't own I don't yeah, own Jordan Reed, that. so that's not on yeah. me. That's not yeah. on you. That's true. So good. What are your plans for the next couple of days? Working. Working. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm like the TV? advice that I gave you. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna start spending at least an hour a day watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ah yes, thank you. Uh, Andre just kind of turned me on lately to that. Now I'm getting like two hours <laughs> a night in sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Waking up the house with the, laughing my ass off. So funny show. Yeah, I think the next two days. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use one of my Vietnam <laughs> condoms. You know, one of those hundred thousand that we. I mean, what are do you tell? What are they doing over there? Use condoms? I mean, like, what do you say? Like, honey, honey, can, can you throw well, these back up? Tell the, tell, the tell the story. What are you talking about? 
Well, I mean, there was a story that came out this last week that in Vietnam they found a hundred thousand like used condoms that were repurposed, right? Not repurposed, but cleaned. You know, and they were hanging up like peppers in a window, and you know, drying Damn. off, and then they reuse them again. So you know, with I guess they care about the environment. That's, uh, not, yes, that's true. It could take some out of the ocean. Plus. <laughs> If you get the Magnum condom one, you can turn that into a sleeping bag. <laughs> so on that, let's get out of here. We'll see you Thursday. And uh, good win. Good All right, win. Man. All right, y'all.